Welcome on into the podcast. I'm Brett. I'm Dorian. And we got the nerd news. We do. So we're going to be talking about Boba Fett, Fett's uh, spaceship. It might be getting uh, renamed forever. We'll see. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the latest movies to begin uh, filming and production. Also the latest episode of Loki. But first things first, uh, you guys might recall that at some point we were supposed to get a Mass Effect and a Halo TV show. And this has been something that's been in production or been trying to take off from the ground for a long time now. And we're kind of getting a little bit more of an update on both those projects here for the most part. So uh, the Halo TV show, for one, has lost two showrunners already. Uh, one of them left because he couldn't work on the show full time. The other guy, um, he's saying that he will stay on board to finish season one which, I mean, sounds like we'll at least get maybe a season one of this show, possibly. But he doesn't plan on sticking around for season two, which doesn't exactly speak to high confidence here, I guess. But And then talking about I the mean, they're batting a 1,000, though. They're batting 1,000. They're two for two. Yeah, right? So, so that's good. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, and then going on, on over to the Mass Effect movie, uh, this is a movie that I've been kind of curious to see how it would uh, shake out at a certain period of time. And it turns out like it's completely dead in the water. Uh, basically, uh, the project director for the movie, um, Mac Walters, recently spoke out about why the movie never got made. Uh, long story short, the quote is, what story are we going to tell in 90 to 120 minutes? Are we going to do it justice? Which, I mean, granted, yeah, that's pretty much like the question you always got to ask yourself when you're adapting like really first, anything that's first, longer than a movie but yeah yeah first of all what movie nowadays is 90 minutes right I beyond mean, maybe an like, animated movie yeah that's what i, I was guy, gonna say this maybe, guy's a joke he should i mean like other than like maybe kids movies or something like that yeah like pretty much every movie is like you know close to pushing that two hour mark maybe even two and a half hour mark um uh, yeah, but uh, there was also some stuff that was going on at Legendary Pictures at the time that didn't really help out the situation. And he also went on to say that for something like Mass Effect, the proper way to do it would be to do a TV show, uh, you know, adaptation for the most part. So which fully agree. I think Mass Effect would that definitely, makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Mass Effect w- would do really well as a TV show if it got the budget for it. Um, you know, I think maybe like if something like, I don't know, HBO was willing to like pick it up, throw like some of that Game of Thrones money behind it or something like that, I think you could actually have a pretty good show uh, based on Mass Effect. And yeah. here's the thing. I am surprised that to this day, we haven't gotten like a Halo movie TV show at this point. We have a Monster Hunter movie, which... I don't know how we got that before Halo and Mortal Kombat has already been rebooted. So it's, it's one of those things where I kind of feel like a Hollywood producer would be looking at it and he would just see dollar signs and he'd just say, you know what? I don't care if it's terrible. Like if we push this thing out the door, people will see it and it'll make us some money type of thing. Yeah. I mean with Halo, I think, and I don't know because I'm not like in the, gaming world that a lot of people are but i feel like they missed its heyday 
like the Halo two, three, right around there would have been the perfect time. Yeah. Uh, probably Halo three, you know, even Halo four, really, you know, it would have been yeah. better than now. So I don't know. Yeah. I think they could still translate well, but we'll yeah. see what happens with that. Yeah. I mean, at this rate, they might be, it, it might be more beneficial for uh, Halo to come out when the kids that like grew up with Halo, like we're talking like, you know, the people who were like maybe like seven or eight or whatnot when like, you know, Halo three or something came out uh, for this movie to come out that way it kind of plays off nostalgia at this point in time here hard to say but i mean it's uh but it's uh yeah it's i mean i think you are correct like you know around like halo 3 halo reach like kind of like that you know late 2000s uh early 2010 uh window i think would have probably been the perfect yeah. time to uh release a halo movie and you know, Halo's just not as big as it was now. I mean, you like if you release like a Fortnite movie right now, kids would go bonkers for it. I mean, that's just the thing. It's like, but it it would have to be right now. E- not even like, that you know, started to kind of fade. It's starting to, like but I mean, the, it, the best time would have been probably probably about two years ago. Yeah, would have been good for a four. You know, like they just you got. It's hard because you don't know when you're going to peak. You know, that's that's kind of the hard thing to figure out. Obviously, yeah. But while you're yeah. going up, I would rather release a, a video or a movie here than on the way down. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, exactly. And I mean, so. I think I think if they were to like do something like a Fortnite movie right now, I think you would still be. Oh, uh, it'd still in. be. Yeah, it would still be. Popular, You'd sure. still be pulling in in the cash here, but I don't think it would be. Uh, I don't think it would be a. Uh, yeah, like like you said, like, you know, two years ago, three years ago when it was like. Yeah, at its peak. Yeah. Everyone was playing. Yeah. yeah. True. True. Um, so the Amazon Lord of the Rings show has kind of been in a weird state for a little while. So the question is, when will season one come out? And the answer is, nobody knows. Nope. So uh, one of the lead actors for the show, Benjamin Walker, recently talked about when the show might come out. The quote is, it's a bit nebulous at this point. We've been here a long time, and they'll let us go when when they're done with us. That sounds now, like uh, soft slavery. About, like, I don't know about you, but it sounds like, uh, you know, Amazon might have kidnapped these folks here, you know? So no kidding. Benjamin, Wa- Benjamin Walker, blink if uh, you are not okay here, you know? Like, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Because usually you have like at least you at least know how long you're going to be doing a shoot for or, you know, maybe they're doing reshoots. I don't know. I don't know if series are different than movies where it's like we have you for the year and you only leave when we tell you to leave. I don't know how that works, but yeah, I mean, granted, it's I mean, and every contract is probably different here for the most part. You know, you have variations and differences. Do you know who he's playing? Because I don't I don't actually remember. No, I don't know. Is he playing Aragorn's uh, like dad or whatever? Or I I, I honestly I honestly do not know. But um, okay, but you know, I mean, the, nothing's really changed for the most part. I mean, the status quo is maintained. Um, I'm just really surprised for something that is costing you know this much money just for one season. I think it was like they clocked at 
like 450 million for just one season of this show. It's like, I feel, I feel like, uh, you got to have some board meeting guys saying that, Hey, we put in a lot of money towards this thing. We need, we need an idea of when this thing's coming out, when we can expect some return on investment type of thing here. So, but right. you know, it's, I guess yeah. it's Amazon. They can spend that, you know, all day long and not have to answer to anybody. I guess. It's nothing. So, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, uh, <laughs> Wakanda Forever officially begins production. The main cast set to return. Uh, obviously, they're not going to be. We talked about this before, but they're not going to be doing any CGI or double for Bozeman. Yeah. Uh, nor will they be a recasting. So you kind of have to. Are they going to go? Then who's going to be the next Black Panther? Is Mishiri? Is it going to be Mbake? Uh, is it going to be someone else? Like we don't know. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what this movie actually is going to be because there's no black Panther right now. Like, I don't know if he's going to be dead or killed off in the actual movie series or if he's just like gone and, you know, kind of like in fast and the furious where it's like Paul Walker's character, Brian is still alive, but you never see him. Right. He's off doing something else. He's watching the kids or he's, you know, with his wife, you know, like those kinds of things. Um, yeah. They, like, are they going to give him a send off like that? Or is it going to be. Nope. He was in a battle. He died. And now we're finding the next Black Panther. I don't know. Yeah. That's. Uh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I could see them trying to do the Paul Walker thing and try to, you know, avoid the. That whole uh, situation of, like, you know, having your actor die on you and then like killing them on screen or like killing them off screen or something like that. But at the same time, it, it wouldn't make like a ton of sense for, you know, T'Challa to, you know, just straight up, just retire just right now, especially when he's, you know, still holds the title of black Panther. So I kind of feel like they like, at least in terms of the story wise perspective, they might have to, kill him off at some point that way there can be a new black panther and new successor essentially yeah uh let's talk about john wick because they started filming as well there's a lot of movies that just started filming yeah uh, i'm this is i thought that this was done but <laughs> yeah uh apparently not they just started filming so we'll probably get this another year i'm guessing so probably summer next year or yeah. spring next year, not sure. So, yeah, and I mean, no, this is this is good to see. I mean, uh, matter of fact, I think like a couple of weeks ago, uh, the guy who played uh, Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat uh, reboot, yeah, he got he, cast. Yeah, he's cast in this now. But yeah, so I'm I'm about it. I mean, it's just nice to see that we're seeing more and more things uh, begin pr- production or going back to the way things. Uh, we're in that there's not like a variant of the virus that's uh slowing down the industry or just life the as we keys. know it so yeah right yeah we'll get yeah, to the, that in a second low keys of the virus yeah uh yeah it's nice to see that things are kind of going back to normal a little bit mm-hmm. fast nine have you seen it no i dude i haven't i haven't seen one okay, of these movies since fast five here so <laughs> 
So I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I think I watched Fast Six, and then my wife made me watch. What was it? Was it seven and eight we watched? Yeah, seven and eight because we wanted to see Hobbs and Shaw. I think is why we saw him, and that was before the pandemic. I think happened. Yeah, and then so I, I'm current, and we went and saw this uh, pretty fun movie, and okay. it's earned seventy million in the pandemic, globally four hundred million in its first weekend. That's kind yeah. of insane. Those are big numbers yeah. even for like a normal release. Yeah, no, they are. I mean, I think, I think, uh, I want to say previously, like the Fast and Furious movies before, you know, the pandemic hit, they were pulling in about like a hundred million, like on upon opening, I think, or maybe like cl- closer to 200, maybe. I, I, I don't remember. I don't have the numbers yeah. right in front of you, but. It's just, but it's just a nice thing to see that you know we're seeing more and more, uh, more and more re- returns on the whole movie theater thing. Just because we've been talking about on this show like for the past year now about like how, like what what is the future of movies going to be looking like? Like, are we going to have movie theaters like the way we right. have them right now? Are things going to just kind of just peter out? You know what 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 it, what is it going to be looking like and so far, it looks like we are going to be uh, having movie theaters stick around for a little bit while longer, and I'm about it. I mean, I like going to the movie theater for some of these big, you know, blockbuster movies and whatnot. Yeah, I do th- I do think that you know later this week or next week when uh, Black Widow comes out, that they're going to overtake probably this uh, uh, this you know box office. I don't think number so. Here, you don't think so? All right. I don't think they will. No. Okay. No, I don't, I don't think there's. Like, you got to think how big Fast Nine is. Like the Fast franchise is ginormous. You saw it in Japan, Sky Mission, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, this this franchise next to next to Marvel, and I'm talking like the mainline Marvel movies, not Black Widow. Yeah. This competes with it. Like this is the this is the series that competes with Marvel. So. I don't yeah. know if it will. It might. Yeah. Only because I mean, it's the first Marvel movie back from pandemic. Well, Not because it's Black Widow. Yeah. Well, and that's what I'm getting at is just because, for one, it has Marvel's name on it. and But it know, also is going to Disney Plus, and this didn't go to true. a streaming service. That That is true. So so we we will see. We will see. I mean, yeah. so the right, let's talk Plus, about slaves. Let's yeah. talk about slaves. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, let, let's lead uh, right into that segue here, you know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so you guys know Boba Fett, he's got that miraculous, cool, probably the coolest ship in Star Wars, but beyond the Millennium Falcon, yeah. uh, the Slave One, which Lego decided not to call it that anymore. So it's Slave One no more, it's uh, called uh, Boba Fett's Starship. So I don't know if this is Disney going, hey, we're changing the name of this, or if it was Lego going, we don't want to be associated with the word slave. I don't know. Well, Uh, but we're going to find out. Yeah, because uh, basically, uh, so Jedi News, who like does a whole bunch of Star Wars news and stuff like that, they recently reached out and talked to Lego about, hey, what's going on with the... Uh, the name change and all that. And basically the guys at Lego uh, more or less said that it, 
is a request that came directly from Disney. The quote is, it's probably something that, which has not been publicly announced, but it's just something Disney does not want to use anymore, which sounds like this is like them, like soft renaming the slave one here, which. Yeah. Yeah. As far as I can tell, I don't know anybody who campaigned for this name to be changed here. And I think this is Disney just trying to get. No one we know, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just Disney just trying to get out ahead of the woke mob just so that they're not going to go banging on their door, making a big stink about it here. It's it's stupid. Right. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's kind of sad, you know, especially when it's been that since for how long now? Forever. 40 years. Yeah. It's been called about, the slave one. About 40 uh, years. Yeah. So that's just dumb. Screw you, SJWs. No kidding. Uh, so Overwatch Two. This is this is a game that we're both hyped for. Yeah. Uh, it's the basically, and this is something I think we both knew as well is that it's going to be rough on Switch. Like we don't even know if this could actually work. Uh, yeah. You know, Blizzard has said that in order for Overwatch Two to come to the Switch, some compromises will have to be made. Now, this is uh, not good news. Because they're not saying, well, you know, we know that the Switch Pro is coming out eventually and they'll be able to handle it. This is saying pretty much uh, don't hold your breath for a good version of this game on Switch. So no specifics on what the issues or cutbacks will be on the Switch version of the game. Uh, We'll just have to wait and see kind of what that actually means. Yeah. I mean, this does not sound very promising and... From what I gather, the version of Overwatch that's currently on the Switch right now, I hear it's okay. It's not like the best way to play Overwatch. It's just it's serviceable for the most part, from what I understand. I haven't I haven't personally yeah, played it. Yeah, God's myself. favorite console can't run everything. Yeah, right? perfectly. Right. It's not God himself. So right, right. Um, it's, it's yeah, just, it, it's just the console he likes best, but. Um. Yeah. No. It's for the kids. I, it's for the kids. It's, That's it's why for the, it's for the kids. Um. But that being said, I mean, you know, this news doesn't quite really affect me all that much, just because chances are I'll be playing this on my PS5 whenever I get one of those here, or like, you know, what have you. I mean, it's nice to see that if this, you get it, one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, whenever that happens here, but. But uh, it's nice to see that they are still continuing along the lines of wanting to, you know, say, hey, we put this, the first game out on Switch. Let's put the second game out on Switch and let's continue with the whole cross platform mentality, blah, blah, blah. You know, I mean, that that stuff is all great. I mean, I'm just hoping that, you know, when the Switch Pro inevitably does come out, because at this point, you know, I feel like there's been too much rumors and stories about it for it not to be real that you know they right. create like a upgraded well, version and of nintendo but yeah well i was gonna say saying? nintendo had their shareholders meeting recently i think and they didn't shut down the idea of a switch pro it sounded a lot like right before switch Lite came out that they said there wasn't really anything in the works and then literally i think it was like a six days later they dropped the switch Lite. So yeah. we don't know, but it's not promising. Uh, 
I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. We shall see. I mean, it could also be a little bit on uh, a little bit on Blizzard. They're just being a little bit coy yeah. about it. They they might it could be because at this rate, they probably know whether or not like there is a Switch Pro, you know, in development. They they probably already have like dev kits and like uh, the hardware already in the Blizzard office yeah. here. They just haven't. Yeah. They they just can't say anything about it. Otherwise, Nintendo would not be happy with them. Uh, Ghosts of Tsushima Director's Cut has been announced for PS5 and PS4. Will come with enhancements for the PS5. Will yeah. feature a new expansion. Uh, Iki is it Iki or Ikai? I, I don't Iki, know. Iki, Iki Island. Iki, yeah. Iki Island. That will yeah. have a new area, story, armor, and techniques to learn. Coming out August 20th, if you already own the game, you can upgrade to the director's cut for 10 to 20, depending on what console you own. Yeah. Did you so, did you finish this game? I did, yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. It was yeah, no. It, it's it's a solid game. I, I give it like probably about an eight out of ten. Like okay. all all things considered. But um uh, yeah, I mean, you know, this is cool. Um, I don't know if I would if I'm gonna get back into it or really uh go full on into it just because I don't know, like most of the time when I have like a, or get through a open world game after, you know, playing it, I'm kind of done with it for like, at least like a long while. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you spend so you spend, you can only spend so much time like on one game I feel like, but, uh, but that being said, for sure. Um, the thing that kind of confuses me is like the price difference for upgrading here because, um, because I, I didn't include it in the show notes, but so if you own the, own a PS five and you want to upgrade your PS four version up to the PS five, that just costs you 10 bucks. But for the PS four version to be upgraded, it costs you 20, which I would figure those things would be Mm. the other way around. So I don't know. Same thing. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's weird. I don't get that yeah. at all. No, nah, me neither. But yeah, I don't get it. But yeah, if you guys want it, it's there. So yeah, uh, let's talk more Lego. So Lego has leaked Spider-Man: Far From Home suit on a new product they have, uh, which I'm guessing wasn't supposed to even be shown until the movie drops or right before the movie drops. So basically, what we have is a scenario that looks like it's at the uh what's it called the sanctum uh centorium yeah centorium for uh dr strange and you got uh mj you've got spider-man in his new suit you've got it looks like scorpion it looks like scorpion yeah so it's like a mech suit scorpion type thing and you got wong and dr strange so uh we might be getting Scorpion in this movie now. So the Sinister yeah. Six basically is probably going to be in the movie. Probably all of them. Yeah, um, because we we got, we got Electro. We got uh, Doc Ock. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it's I mean, we're already getting some of like the main players already here. Uh, Volt, Vulture already exists. So, you know, it's uh, yeah. it's one of those things where. It, it very well could happen. Yeah. So yeah, you guys could check that out online if you want to see. His suit basically is very reminiscent of his endgame suit. 
Uh, it looks a tiny bit different with this the gold spider in the middle and all that stuff. So, and this could yeah. be a suit early in the movie. It could just it could be the exact same suit. I just don't know that suit well enough to say whether or not it's new or or not. But it looks like it's going to be a play on that suit. So, yeah. Yeah, the eyes, the eyes, I think look more traditional than they did in the yeah, and the and like the Endgame suit and whatnot. So, so I think they might be trying to kind of have a little bit of the best of both worlds, or wanting to kind of keep the iconic Spider-Man look, but also still have like all the bells and whistles from the from the you know Endgame suit. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we talked Beast Wars a little bit uh, last week, and Ron Perlman has been cast as Optimus Primal in this new movie, so I think his voice will fit pretty well with that character. Yeah. Um, they gave like a little brief synopsis of what could be happening in, in this world, but they're going to be like time hopping, it looks like, and there's going to be some humans that get involved, so I don't, I don't know. It sounds like a normal Transformers movie to me, so... Yeah. Yeah, um, so... Yeah, I mean, Ron Perlman, like, I actually just looked this up the other day. He's done, like, a lot of, like, uh, VO work and all that. So, uh, he's yeah. he's pretty uh, he's pretty talented in that department. Uh, my question is, is there something going on with, like, uh, the voice of Optimus Prime, the guy who's been, like, doing it for oh, ever here? I'm sure because, he's, he's really old. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he... I'm guessing he's like, retiring or... Yeah. Okay. I mean, fair enough. I mean, I just, I just didn't know whether or not something had happened or what have you, or like, you know, I don't know. I haven't heard anything, but all right. So let's talk about the latest and not so great smash news. So during the latest fighter showcase, Sakurai said that the next fighter. So after this fighter and the DLC pass will be the last one for the entire game. So during the same presentation, they showed a Mii Fighter costumes for Dante, uh, Dragonborn, which that's interesting. Uh, yeah. Shantae? Yep. And Lloyd from Tales of Symphonia, which yeah. is usually treated as an unofficial deconfirmed that we won't get these people in the game. Almost, yeah. almost every time we've gotten a skin, they're not actually in the game. So what right. do you think about this? Because you're the Smash guy. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing news, to be honest with you here, just because, for one, I was really hoping that we were going to get more characters than what we did, um, especially after this last DLC pass, like maybe about like half the characters, uh, you know, just didn't really do it for me for the most part. I mean, granted, like they could end on a really high note, and I'm hoping that they do. I mean, I'm really hoping that this last fighter is going to be a banger, but yeah, I mean, the you know, the, the fact that it, it, it annoys me that, like, you know, you got characters like Dante, characters like Dragonborn, uh, Lloyd has been somebody that people have been wanting for Smash for a while here. And the fact that they're just uh, getting the me costume treatment when you could ler- literally make a character about these guys, it it's it's annoying to say the least. I mean, granted, sure. It's cool that they're yeah. be, being represented in the game some way, shape or form. But, you know, I mean, I feel like Dante's like, like in terms of like his moveset and like everything you could do, the character you pretty much write, like, you know, could 
it's it would be easy to like program for here or like you know come up with like what type of moves yeah. and stuff like that same with dragonborn as well um and the fact that we're not going to be getting any more dlc characters in the near future i think is definitely going to cut down the longevity of this game just because this is supposed to be the smash game that lasts us you know about 10 years or so because that's Forever. what sakurai is uh uh talking about is like he's not going to be making a new one until like maybe about 10 years roughly somewhere around there and so uh so that being said it's yeah it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's like okay well how 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 is this game going to like actually especially in today's day and age where you have to you know constantly be like doing like a drip feed or like a you know quality of life or like you know some game of game as a service thing to kind of update yeah right yeah up like essentially update the game on a regular basis in order to keep it relevant in like a competitive setting here and all that so i don't know i i think um i just i just hope that maybe something will happen or like there will be some updates that are going to be made that do uh, that do extend the longevity of this game or that they do ch- end up changing their mind and say like, you know what? This game has been out for only three years and we got seven more to go. We can afford to do another fighter's pass. So we'll see. That that would be awesome if they actually do that. I don't know. I think everyone's kind of hoping for that, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so that's it for our nerd news, everyone. Uh, we're going to head into our roundtable review with some Loki action. Dorian. Yeah, we so we got about? so we got Loki episode four. So uh, this is picking up pretty much right after where we left off on episode three. Uh, Loki and Sylvie they escaped uh, the the Doom planet that they're on. The TVA shows up and finds finds them there. And matter of fact, it's mm-hmm. uh, they basically have a moment to where they kind of at least at least Loki on his end is kind of into like the female version of himself which you know that's a i'm not sure how i feel about that that's kind of a (laughs) that's a that's that's kind of a weird one i mean you know that's like the most narcissistic thing i think i've seen on a screen you know it's like that's the most narcissistic thing you could possibly do yeah i mean it's it's kind of one of those things where it's just like it's weird because it's like okay i kind of get it just because you kind of like it's you, you know like yourself well, better than anybody a, else. Being a narcissist but, is, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it makes it almost it makes sense. It's just weird to see it personified in a physical yeah, matter physical rather way. than just you loving yourself inwardly. Yeah, yeah, true, very true. But I mean, you know, that is Loki's now the biggest narcissist next to Satan. So yeah, I mean. I mean, basically, like it, 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 it makes sense, you know. I mean, Loki has never been one that's uh that's never had a low opinion of himself here. So, right. um, but apparently, it, um, uh, their bond does uh, affect like the sacred timeline. It's like making like a uh, a nexus point uh when they had their when they had their moment and all that, which, you know, that's kind of one of the weird things there is like, 
you know, last episode, they they kind of they, they introduced the idea that Loki was bi, and uh, and yeah. they and in the media they made a big deal about it, all just to like have them like, you know, potentially just end up with a chick, like a girl. Like, yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's like okay, like just some just just checking off like an sjw box here or something but um but yeah so they get brought in by the tva tva um has them you know um has them detained right now and loki gets thrown into like this uh this like time loop prison where he's like reliving like uh uh you know, this one moment where he uh, cut off Lady Sif's With hair Lady and Sif. stuff. Yep. So, um, so that being said, it's like he's constantly going through that, blah, blah, blah. Um, but what's really, uh, I think, where the show is like really developing, at least in this episode, is with the TVA and specifically the people who work there. So you're seeing yeah. more about like, uh, I forget what her name is, Ravon, Ravana, or something like that. Uh, the director, I of the Ravana, TVA. I think. Yeah, the head of the TVA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, uh, yeah. You get yeah. background on her. You get background on her, and turns out she was the one who initially brought in Sylvie like a long time ago when she was a child. Just straight up went in and abducted her from Asgard, and. Didn't really mm-hmm. give much detail as to why that happened because right. she was uh, a secret. right. She was uh, essentially just from what we saw, just mind her own business. Not just kidding. Yeah, just being a kid. Like you know, there wasn't like any time travel shenanigans that were going on. So, but they just abducted her and like just said like, oh yeah, this is like veering off the sacred timeline. So. Then, on top of all that, uh, you have uh, Mobius, who is now starting to kind of, who started this episode kind of having doubts about the TVA and then full on understands that, okay, the TVA has been lying to us this whole time. We weren't created by the timekeepers. We're actually variants. And also the the one TVA uh, uh, guard officer, whatever you want to call it. Is that her name? I, uh, yeah, something like that. She, she, uh, yeah. got enchanted by, um, Sylvie like a couple episodes back. And so she's, you know, Second reliving, episode. yeah, she's reliving the memories that, uh, she, uh, that, uh, that she brought back up here. And so she had questions about it. So they, so she goes in and interrogates Sylvie said, Hey, what, what's going on? Why am I having these memories? What did you do to me? He's like, because they are your memories. I just, they're just buried deep here. And so long story short, they are going to get, you know, pruned here. And, um, Mobius actually gets pruned, which is deleted. Like they just, yeah. Yeah. Like just straight out. That means that we don't know. Right. Like straight out phased out of existence here for the most part. But, yeah. Uh, but we'll, we'll get to more on that in a bit. So Mobius gets pruned because he's, he got too close. He figured it out 
and they just mm-hmm. they couldn't have any loose ends, and so so they were gonna uh, prune Loki and Sylvie, and they actually took them down to the the timekeepers chambers and we actually got to see the timekeepers this episode here, but long story Mm -hmm. short, they, um, they end up fighting their way out of there. Um, and, uh, Loki and Sylvie managed to decapitate one of the timekeepers and turns out there are no timekeepers. They're just, you know, androids or robots here. Just, uh, Keep up. It's basically the Wizard of Oz, if you think yeah. about it like that. Yeah, very much so. Like they're just right. smoke and mirrors and someone's controlling and we don't know who. Yeah. So that being said, um, so then the question is, is like, okay, well, who is who created the TVA? Who who is responsible for everything that's going on here? And so and before those questions could get answered. Loki gets pruned and like phased out of existence, like right at the very last second here. And then you're just left with Sylvie and the director of the TVA. Basically, uh, Sylvie has her at the, at the end of the sword and says like, you're going to tell me everything, you know, here, but then you get that post credit scene with, uh, Loki waking up and, uh, turns out he's in the place, which wherever that place is, where it seems like all the other Loki variants went. So, which means that anybody yeah. who got pruned could still be th- theoretically still alive. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the end of the episode, basically. Yeah. You're just kind of left with this. Oh crap. Now there's like all these Lokis and one's like a kid. Uh, one's like this big, big African guy. And then, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm trying to think of, I think there's one more. Yeah. But, uh, basically the next two episodes, the the final two should be really interesting. Uh, seeing as we're going to get way more answers. Hopefully, hopefully, Hopefully. uh, they haven't really figured out pacing too well with these, uh, Marvel shows. I don't think yet, but, uh, yeah. I'm hoping that this is an exemption. So, but yeah, I thought it is overall a good episode. Yeah. I mean, it, it was more set up for like the inevitable conclusion, but you know, in my opinion, it's better than last week's episode. And a lot of questions turn a lot more questions with, so there's like an intrigue aspect. It wasn't just exposition. So it was, it was, a, it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, um, uh... No, I, I like this episode a lot more than I did last week. I thought last week's was kind of slow, kind of lackluster, uh, especially after like you know what happened in episode two. But uh, this episode, I think, definitely uh, you saw some payoffs. You saw you got some questions answered. You got they uh, picked up the pace more on this here. My question is, yeah. is like when it comes to like uh, what Sylvie did with all those. Uh, time reset charges in episode two where you saw like yeah that was weird yeah there's because there's no we see the sacred timeline again and there's no trees that are or there's nothing like off off shooting so i thought that was really weird yeah i mean i mean unless like what that all that was was just like essentially a distraction to get like most of the tva agents 
out like you know trying to fix the timeline while she gets close to the timekeepers and kills the timekeepers here that could have been it yeah right but i mean i just felt like uh you know they did they didn't really take a moment or like or really the time to explain you know what that was all about here i just it just kind of seemed like it was like a big deal it happened and that was it so so but i'm guessing that that is what yeah it was weird yeah i'm guessing that's what that was about here so probably yeah so i don't we got next week and one more week so we'll see how this finishes up but uh yeah so thank you guys for listening we appreciate it check us out on our social medias uh you know tell someone you love them have an awesome week and remember everyone's a nerd about something